Welcome to our 7 p.m. service. And if you're beside someone you don't know, can you give them a high five? Yeah, and make a new friend. All right, meron na bagong friends. And for those who I ask to say hi to someone new every week and say, yeah, next week, baka ganun na lang. All right, welcome to our 7 p.m. service. Uh, we're starting a new series entitled Grace Changes Everything. This is what uh, Abraham was talking about a while ago as he exhorted the word. And uh, this is a four-week series of four different people in the life or in the time of Jesus where they encountered Jesus personally. It's four weeks on encountering Jesus in their way, in their personal context. When we talk about the word encounter, it's actually defined as an unexpected meeting or experience with someone. A lot of us, we've encountered people that are... Um, Yung big names. Meron na bang ganon? Yung na starstruck kayo? Meron na ba naka-experience ng ganon? When you see, probably for the 80s kids, pag nakita nyo si Robert Jaworski, parang hindi ka mapakali. Meron bang ganon? Yan, meron. Si Rayleigh lang. Okay, you know? A lot of people we encounter when they're big, we are caught off guard. We are sometimes excited. We sometimes are embarrassed. We say the weirdest things when we encounter people unexpectedly. And this is my personal story about Pastor Steve when I encountered him. If you're familiar with Pastor Steve, he was one of the missionaries who traveled here in the Philippines who started Victory in 1984. He was only supposed to be here for three months, but he ended up staying here, raising his family, and being part of the Filipino church here in Victory. And this is who started Victory, you know? And so when I encountered Pastor Steve the first time, he was about to preach here in Victory Green Hills. It was 2015. I was still a volunteer. I wasn't uh, in full-time ministry yet. And so Pastor Larry, because Pastor Steve was coming from the fort, he preached there, he rushed here, and he was... Uh, he will be late for the service. I think it was around the 2.30 service. Malilate na po siya. And so sabi ni Pastor Larry, bro... Are you okay to park Pastor Steve's car? Kasi he's in a hurry. So, so yeah, sure. Sasama ako. Pagdating sa parking, sayo, hi, Pastor Steve. Uh, Siyempre, feeling close, no? Yung the encounter, no? You feel like, hindi mo alam, feeling mo close ka, hindi mo alam, magbabaw ka ba, hindi naman siya Japanese, hindi mo alam, no? So, it was an encounter that was awkward for me. So, sabi ko, hi, Pastor Steve. Oh, hi. Tapos biglang, oh, I parked his car. That was my first encounter. It was awkward. But wait till you hear my second encounter with Pastor Steve. You want to hear the second encounter? Okay, for the half of you who want to hear, and for those who don't, well, I'll share it anyway. Ganito po yung nangyari, no? So, 2016, I was in every nation in our um, office in the fort, the church there. I was processing some documents. I was about to enter full-time ministry. I pulled out the building and I saw a familiar face. One of my good friends, Pastor Jojo. And so I said, hi. Binaba- hi. Hi, Pastor Jojo. Sabi, oh, Francis, kamusta? Nandun din si Pastor Steve. Naglalakad sila. I think they were on their way to the coffee shop. And so Pastor Steve, being Pastor Steve, he was just there. Yeah, ganun. Eh, ako naman, na-excite. Nakala ko, na-realize nyo ba yung minsan kala nyo close kayo sa tao, pero hindi? Alam mo yung nagagawa ng Facebook, yung pag na, oh, kumusta? Hindi mo pala kilala, friends lang kayo, no? So, si Pastor Steve was standing there, 
And this is what I said. Hi, Pastor Steve, you remember me? <laughs> Sabi niya, oh, oh, oh. Sabi niya, matagal yun ba? Oh, oh, oh. Di ko lang kung kumakanda siya. And eto na, I blurted these words. I parked your car for you. <laughs> Sabi ni Pastor Steve, oh, that was a long time ago. Grabe. Alam mo, as soon as I put the window up, parang feeling ko, no, nanliliit ako. Feeling ko ganito na ako umuwi eh. Alam mo yun, di ko, ano, mag-ano, full-time pa ba ako, nakakaya. Ngayon, when I encounter Pastor Steve, ganyan na ako. Why? It was an embarrassing uh, story. It's something, although I know that he didn't mind me reacting that way, siguro sanay na siya, no? It's like you guys, when you see Cardo, Dalisay, ganun ba? Yung parang, ma- thank you kung anong ginagawa mo sa Pilipinas. Yung mapapaganon ka, no? When we encounter people, especially people that are popular, what happens? We get excited. We get uh, this feeling of, oh, I, how is he? Normal ba siyang tao? Just like me. But this is my question for today. What happens when we encounter Jesus in our lives? Is it just that exciting feeling? Oh, I met Jesus. Or is there something that happens to us? Are we changed forever? Are we made different by the encounter we have with Jesus? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Actually, for the next four weeks. And if you have your Bibles with you, I'd like to ask you to open it in Luke chapter 7. This is our main text today. This is the encounter of Jesus with a widow and her dead son. This is the story that we will go through today. Luke chapter 7, verse 11 to 17. And I hope you have your Bibles with you so that we're going to go through that. Verse 11, it starts with this. Soon after, Jesus went with the disciples to a village of Nain, and a large crowd followed him. You have to remember that in chapter 7, this was just the start of the ministry of Jesus. He was just starting. So, kakabuo lang po nung ilan yung disciples niya? Twelve. So, nabuo na niya yung 12, tinawag na niya yung 12. Now, the, the 12 accompanies him as he ministers. Now, he does some miracles. When he would go to villages, he would pray for the sick. He would heal the blind. He was doing the miracles already. But at this time, hindi pa po siya as popular. Wala pa namang social media. So, every town that he gets to, he was doing and ministering. He was teaching the word and also doing miracles. But, again, hindi pa po siya ganun ka-popular. During this time, in Luke 6, this was also the time, if you remember, the Beatitudes. He was up on the hill, the crowds were there, and he was talking about how it is to live a life that is blessed. So, lumalaki na, nagiging popular na si Jesus. At chapter 7 of where we are today, Jesus now begins to travel from Capernaum. Now, he travels to a town called Naim. Nain is around 25 to 35 kilometers away. Do you picture it? Green Hills to Fort is around 12, probably 12 kilometers. So, ito, medyo significant siya. 25 to 35 kilometers. During this time, people walk from town to town. And it would take Jesus almost the whole day to get to Nain. Imagine. Sumisikat na si Jesus. Why? He would actually go from town to town. The whole day, they would walk with him. Why? Because they're excited to learn more about this Jesus. They're excited to experience what he's been doing. 
And so they follow him. A crowd full of hope, built up, na built up yung faith as they experience Jesus from town to town. As soon as he enters this town, verse 12, it says here that they enter na in the gates and a funeral procession was coming out as he approached the village gate. Meron pong lamay. They were doing a procession. Meron na pong namatay. Sabi dito, the young man who had died was a widow's only son. And a large crowd from the village was with her. You have to understand, during this time, culturally, Jewish people, when somebody dies, he has to be buried the same day. 24 hours. Kung kailan siya namatay, dapat the same day malibing siya. Why? Because they were concerned about getting contaminated. Wala pa naman silang system probably noon on how to keep the, the body, on how to make sure they preserve it. And so the tradition is, or the rule is, that they need to bury that person the same day. What was going through the mind of the mom? Sipin mo, no? That means she just lost her son that day. It's very fresh. She was going through so much emotions. And in this crowd, you have to understand, there were two crowds. One with Jesus, full of hope, and the other one with this widow, full of hopelessness and despair. The two crowds meet. Doon rin po, no, sa Jewish uh, culture, when you are... Um, when you're doing your, when you have your business or when you're in the neighborhood, pag, binab, pag dinala na po yung coffin, pag nakita mo, you're asked to stand up and then follow the procession. Ganun sila. They do it in community. And so now, imagine there was a crowd, probably this left side with Jesus, and this crowd with the one that will go to the cemetery, but Jesus focuses his eyes on one person. Who's that person? It was not actually the son. It was actually the widow. Verse 13, Then the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Tayo, no? We can spot easily a person when they are going through something. Experience na ba yan? You're in an MRT. And then yung nasa tapat mo, nagte-text. Tapos biglang nakakuha ng text. Tapos bigla siyang gumito. Anong nangyari? Ano kayang nangyari? Nag-break sila. Di ba? Meron kayong ganun ba? Ako lang ba yung ganun? Judgmental. Di ba? Kita mo yung emosyon eh. Di ba? Yung... Ayun. O kaya, nasa isa kang place. Kunwari, dito sa church. Tahimik. Nag-church-church. Tapos yung isa, gumanun. <laughs> Anong sabihin nyo? Pagod, pagod. Di ba? Uh, hindi yun dahil sa preaching. Pagod lang siya. Ganun. We see people and their emotions, correct? We try to decipher what is going through their minds. We try to feel what they're going. Ay, ano to? Mukhang ano to? Na, nabigo sa panliligaw. Ganon. We can probably predict what is happening when we see facial reactions, when we see emotions, when we see a child. Diba? Yung pag nagtatantrums, we know what's happening. But for Jesus, it's different. It was not a speculation. He was zeroing in in this widow. And he actually, the Bible says, his heart overflowed with compassion. Jesus saw her for what was happening in her 
circumstance. This is a picture I got of what probably would she look like during this time. She was a widow, meaning namatay na yung asawa niya. And the Bible says, she lost her son. You know, they say that for parents, the worst thing that could ever happen is to bury your child. Why? Because our role as parents is to bring them out into the world, but not bring them to their resting place. For this widow, I'm sure, not only did her, her son die, some part of her during that day, she also died. I met one person and we ended up talking about his situation. We ended talking about his concern in life. And I was encouraging him and this is what he blurted out. Alam mo bro, sa totoo lang, matagal na talaga akong patay. A hopeless case. A hopeless situation. A situation where you know you can't get out of. And this was the situation of this mother. You have to understand, when you are a widow, it, it means you don't have any opportunity to earn for yourself. Culturally, the men would provide for their wives. And if the husband dies as a widow, who takes care of you? It's the male son. And that's why when you read the scripture, it's very clear. It zeroes in on a hopeless situation after she buries her son. What happens? She now has nothing. She has to beg for food. She has to live a life waiting for people to help her. But what if nobody helps her? life of a widow is difficult during those times. Nobody would take care of them. That's why when you read scriptures, the widows were attracted to the church. Why? It was the church who was helping them. This widow didn't have any options. She had so much emotions. Imagine, no, kakamatay lang ng anak niya, poproblemahin pa niya yung bukas. Jesus saw her situation. And Jesus sees the future situation that she was entering. This is how much Jesus knows what was going on through her. And that's compassion. Oops. Yeah. I need help. That's compassion. Compassion is defined as involves allowing ourselves to be moved by suffering and experiencing the motivation to help alleviate and prevent it. An act of compassion is defined by its helpfulness. It's also like empathy. Sino sa inyo yung strength finder? Na, na alam niyo na yung strength finder? Meron bang ganun? Strength finder? Oh, okay. Sige. Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. That whenever you see people, you know what they're going through. You feel their pain. You feel what they're going through. And this is who Jesus is. This is His nature. He knows what was exactly happening with this widow. Question. We may not have the exact situation as the widow, but there are parts of our lives where there seems to be no life anymore. Parang patay na in our lives. The dead situations or the hopeless situations that you see in your life, that when you think about it, parang hindi na to mabubuhay. Parang nagdi-deteriorate na to, wala na mangyayari. 
That may be a relationship that you have that never seems to get reconciled. You know, I've heard families who have never reconciled even until the day na nasa coffin na. They would say this, di ako dadalaw dyan. Dead situation in our lives. We may be alive today, but there are things that are dead in our lives. The dreams that we have might be dead anymore, that you stop believing for it. The finances that you used to have, and it seems like it's not coming back. It's a hopeless situation. You know, Jesus sees and knows what you're going through. You know, the biggest lie of the enemy is this, that nobody understands and knows your situation. You know, the world we live in will try to convince ourselves that we are okay. Diba? Meron sa atin, no? Okay na okay tayo. In social media, pag nag-post siya, no? Vacation. Okay na okay lahat. Pero pag mag-isa na yan, broken na yan. We can put this wall, we can put this facade, this smile, that we are okay. But really, deep inside, we are already broken. A lot of people are going through depression. Because of this one big lie that the enemy tells them. Nobody knows what's going on in your life and nobody understands what you need and where you are. You want to know the truth? Are you guys excited for the truth that God wants to tell us today? This is the truth that Jesus sees you and knows what you are going through today. The dead situation, the hopeless situation in our lives. Yung mga bagay na kinalimutan nyo na, yung mga bagay na iniiyakan nyo, mabubuhay pa ba to? You know what God is telling you? He sees you and knows exactly what is going on in your life. You know the place na in, in scripture when you read it? Wala na pong ginawa si Jesus doon. He actually went to this town. He walked the whole day. And when he got there, his only and only intention was to meet this widow. I want to encourage you. God knows where you are and is willing to travel that far to see you. Ako, I realized this no, when I was preparing for this preaching. Yung first encounter ko kay Jesus, the first encounter I had with Jesus was not an accident. When I met him first time, he knew exactly what was going on in my heart. He knew exactly that I needed someone to save me. How many of you have experienced or an encounter with Jesus already? You know, your encounter with Jesus when you met him, it was not the first time he saw you. Hindi po aksidente pag nakita niya si Jesus. He's been looking at you. He's been watching over you. And He knows what you are going through. Exactly what you are going through. As you continue in verse 13, it says here, When the Lord saw her, His heart overflowed with compassion. And He said, Don't cry. Have you experienced going to awake and then somebody saying an insensitive thing? experience why would you say that? Meron bang ganun, hindi pa? Yung pagka nandoon ka no, tapos biglang ang sabihin doon sa namatayan ganito. Okay lang 'yan. 
Okay lang yan. Huwag ka umiyak. Kung ikaw, sabihan ang gano'n sabi mo, eh kung ikaw kaya nandito. <laughs> Why? Because it's not okay. <laughs> when we are going through something, we go through it. We are people who feel something. We, when we are hurt, it's okay to be hurt. When we grieve, it's okay to be grieve, to grieve. But Jesus might have been insensitive for the woman. You have to remember, number one, hindi niya kilala si Jesus, the widow. Hindi niya kilala. It's her first encounter, doesn't even know why he's there. And now Jesus tells her, ano sabi niya? Don't cry. Was Jesus insensitive? Probably for some, no? Why would he say that? You know, Jesus said that because he was about to do something. He was about to do what nobody could ever do. Verse 14, Then he walked over to the coffin and touched it, and the bearer stopped. You have to understand yung, ano po, no? yung, uh, sinabi ko na ba yun? They carried the dead in a stretcher. It's an open coffin. So, naka-mummify yan. Nakabalot lang yan. So, people would see kung anong itsura nung, ano, nung namatay, nakabalot lang. They would see kung matangkad, kung ano. So, nila, naglalakad yan. So, merong, may tagabuhat, front and back. What Jesus did was, He went to the dead person and stopped it. Culturally, that, not, that was not allowed. When you touch the dead body, you have to be quarantined for seven days. They say you are now unclean. But Jesus, the Son of God, the Holy One, the Pure One goes to the unclean. He was never concerned about being unclean. He was never concerned about rituals. He was never concerned about what others would say. He just went there and touched the body for it to stop. You know, Jesus has been like that all throughout his earthly life. Why? He would go out to people who are lepers. Yung mga outcast, yung mga hindi gumagaling, Jesus would go to them. Jesus goes to the broken. Jesus goes to the people who feel like nobody wants to go to him. And so he says, he walks over and touches it. You know, sometimes God wants to intervene in your situation. God wants to speak to the dead situation that you have. God wants to do something in your hopeless situation, but at the same time, the question is, are we continually walking? He stops them so that they would not move and go anywhere. So he touches the body, and this is what he says, Young man, I tell you, get up. The only thing, the only thing he said to the man, Young man, I tell you, get up. What happens? You would see here that the heart of Jesus is not only in our dead situation, in our hopeless situation, is to go to us, but also He's there to speak life in our situation. This is His heart. He wants you to live a life to the full, not having a sectioned life na merong dead, and then the rest is alive. Second point I want to make, Jesus goes to you, and speaks life in your situation. He's the one who reaches out. He's the one who encounters us. The question is, are we allowing Him so that He can do His work in us? He goes to us. He's the one who reaches out to us. 
Verse 15, Then the dead boy sat up and began to talk. Ano nangyari doon sa dead boy? Nabuhay ang patay. First time in Scripture, especially in the context of the Gospel of Luke, Jesus does this first miracle and raises a dead man to life. First miracle of resurrection. It was a preview of His resurrection. Imagine, no? I hope when you read your Bible, ganito kayo, you try to imagine what's going on in the context. So ako, inisip ko, hindi nakalagay ko anong sinabi niya. Ano kayang sinabi niya? Imagine. Di ba sabi, no? Nakahiga siya biglang. Nagsalita daw. What do you think he said? Imagine. Ano kayang sinabi? Man, gutom ako. Pwede bang, pwede, di ba? Okay. Ano nangyari? I was trying to imagine it. And ito yung na-cub up ko na best answer na sinabi nung namatay na nabuhay. You want to know? Yeah. Kayo? Yes. Oh, ito ah. This is not written in the Bible. This is my own interpretation. Nung sinabi ni Jesus na, ano sinabi niya? Get up! So, pag ganun, sabi niya, hindi totoo yung YOLO. Sabi niya. Sige, mag-gets niya yan. Mag-gets niya Okay. Nabuhay, hindi daw siya once. Yan. Sabi, ano yung YOLO? Yung gano'n, no? Ah, ba? Anyway, let's move on. Okay, sabi niya, then the dead boy sat up and began to talk. We have to understand this. That no matter what, how we do it, no matter how much money we have, we don't have the capacity to raise the dead and bring back to life. No matter how many connections that we have, the situation that we think is impossible, no matter how much resources we have, we can never resurrect the dead and put it to life. And what do we learn here? Only Jesus can bring the dead to life. I challenge you today. The things that you are saying, wala na, hopeless na to sa life ko. You know what? Only Jesus can resurrect that situation in your life. The things na kinalimutan, ah, ito, pangarap ko to, nung bata ako, pero dahil busy ako, wala na. Only Jesus can resurrect that situation in your life. The restoration that you've been wanting, the restoration that you've been working hard for, pero ayaw, only Jesus can raise that to life. You know, a lot of people live in the past. My wife and I know someone very close to us. That whenever we spend time with him, ganito yung lagi niya sinasabi. Alam mo, dati, iba ako eh. Big time ako eh. Mayroon ba kayong kilalang ganun? Yung pag kinausap mo, oh, kamusta buhay? Okay naman, pero alam mo, dati. Parang lagi, yung he's stuck in the past. You know what I'm saying? Why is he stuck there? Why? Because for him, that's life. But the life he now has is dead. For him, yun ang dati kong buhay and I'm stuck there. You know what? If you want to move on, only Jesus can resurrect that situation you're in and give it life. And so what happens next? It says here, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. That when he was raised from the dead, he gives him back to his mother. What does that mean? Jesus is the only one who can give life back. Imagine, no? Two minutes ago, patay na patay. Papunta na ng 
Cementerio, ililibing na. Instantly, when Jesus showed up, He just touched it and said something. Sabi niya, rise up, go up. Ano ngayon ang reaction ng mom? Ano tingin niya? Happy ba kung kayo yung mom? Ano bang kayong klasing mga mom? Parang hindi kayo happy na buhay na yung anak. Happy ba kayo? Okay, kung kayo yung crowd, matatakot ba kayo? Di ba? Shake, rattle, and roll. No? Would you celebrate the goodness of God? Yes. Why? Because we are on our way to hopelessness to get buried. Now, ano na? Choy na tayo! Kain na na! Celebration. Why? Wala na yung situation of hopelessness. Jesus has intervened. And this is a good picture, no? When Jesus gave the son back to his mother, what does she regain? She regains the status of living a life. Hindi niya kailangan maglimos. Ano pa? She regains the life that she lost. Yung feeling na nawalan ka, you have it 100%. It's back! Only Jesus can make that happen in your context. That the situation you feel is impossible, He is the only one who can give it back to you and say, Anak, enjoy it. Imagine, kung ang relationship nitong mag-ina, kunwari, no, yung ano sila, Ikaw talaga! Meron bang ganang mami dito? Wala. Christians tayo eh. So ganito sa atin, Ikaw talaga. <laughs> diba? Yung, Ikaw talaga! Ang ano-ano mo? Uh, meron, diba? Mga nanay, diba? Yung nanonood ka lang TV. Grabe ka! Tamat, tamat. Eh ngayon, nung nabuhay yung anak, ako oh, itong anak kong kit-kit nito. Diba? Nag-iiba. Why? This is his second chance of life. A lot of things change when we experience the goodness of God. When God speaks life to our situation, what happens? Are you thankful? Sabi niyo, Yes, we are thankful. Why? Because the dead is now alive. Just put yourself in the position of the mom. What would you feel? Anak, you're back. Kanina lang, ililibing na kita. Only Jesus can turn our mourning into dancing. Just one chapter before, Luke 6. Jesus, I was t- talking about this a while ago. He was at the hill and he was sharing this. Sabi niya, Blessed are those who weep now for you shall laugh. He was actually proving to the crowd that was with him that this is what I was saying. That if you live your life with me, I am the one who will make your mourning into dancing. I'll be the one to bring the hopelessness and give you what? Hope. This is the God that we serve. He's the one who resurrects the dead in our life. And He's also the one who gives us hope. As you continue, verse 16 says, Great fear swept the crowds and they praised God saying, A mighty prophet has risen among us and God has visited His people today. I like the message version. It says, God is back looking at the needs of His people. Their response was thankfulness to God. They saw the miracle of resurrection as what? As God's work. 
They saw the miracle as something that they should celebrate on. They saw the miracle of God as something that is about His faithfulness to His people. This is the response of an encounter with God. You know, this is sad, but this is true. And I'm going to say this out of love. Some of us here in this room have encountered Jesus already. But our response is to go back to the old ways. Some of us have encountered the goodness of God. Some of us have been resurrected from a life that is dead, but our response is to still go back to the old ways that we know. What's the proper response? To give back glory to Him. Lord, put yourselves in the present in the shoes of that son. Kung what would you tell the person who gave who made, gave you life? Most of the time, people will say, thank you. But for some, their response is, I will follow you. I will do whatever you ask me to do. I will make my life about you. I will devote everything. I will try to please you. Why? Because that is a response of being thankful. I'm going to end with this. Think about it. Out of the mo- many miracles of Jesus, this was very unique. Number one, because it's the first miracle of resurrection. And number two, you know why? Because if you think about it, the mom did not ask Jesus to do the miracle, right? How about the son? Did the son ask for the help of Jesus? Did the crowds ask for help? Jesus, who asked? No one, right? That is what we call the grace and love of God. And that's why I want to leave you with this. That our encounter with Jesus is an experience of His grace. The undeserving love of God we receive even though we were not asking for it. That's how much the Lord loves us. You know, some of you, we feel like, Nako, na-encounter ko na si God. Hindi ganito. Hindi ko na-gets na ganito pala yung ginawa niya. That it's so much love for us that when I encountered Him, paano na to? Meron bang ganun ang iniisip? Ako lang talaga. Meron <laughs> ang good news. You can experience Jesus every day of your life. You can experience His grace in every day of your life. You can encounter Him every day of your life. The question is, are you inviting Him? That the time that He's been running after you, are you welcoming Him? Are you pausing just like that dead bearers? Are you stopping for Him to be able to touch the life? For Him to be able to speak life in your situation? I know all of us want to encounter Jesus, right? And as we encounter who He is, we will encounter His grace. Ang taong naka-encounter ng grace ni Lord, iba ang buhay. Iba when you go back. Why? You've received 
undeserving love and favor. And now, when you go back to the world, kahit magulo yan, ano sabihin mo? Okay lang ako. Mahal ako ni Lord. I'll be okay. He has made me alive again. Hindi na ako patay. And I'll be okay. Check the person to your right. Tingnan mo. Silipin mo lang. Yan. Mukha bang binuhay ni Lord? How many of you are glad that God has given us a second chance? Amen? You know, the question is, what are we doing about it? How do we respond in a life that is given to us in grace? This is what happened to the crowd. Verse 17, And the news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and surrounding countryside. It means it did not stop with them. It means they talked about it. They shared the goodness of Jesus. Even the crowds witnessed a miracle and they never stopped talking about it. Kumalat siya. This is our role. It's either we're the mom that God sees today, that there's that hopelessness, or we're the kid, we're the boy, we're the son who has been raised from the dead, or we're the crowds that have experienced and seen the goodness of God in the people around you. You know, the work that we need to do is for us to share the grace of God outside these four walls. Why? Ang dami nangangailangan ng pagmamahal ni Lord sa labas. There's so many people outside these four walls who need to receive and experience the goodness and grace of God. How do we respond in experiencing the life of grace? What's the best movie that you've watched this year? Endgame? This year by Endgame? Or yung kay Catherine Bernardo tsaka kay ano, Alden? Maganda daw. Ano yan? Hello, love, goodbye. Maganda ba? Sino sa inyo maganda na? Mag- maganda na? <laughs> Sino sa inyo nakapanood na nun? Is it good? Would you recommend it? Would you rate it what? One out of five? Six? Ah, hindi naman. Five and a half. Rate it high. Would you recommend it to your friends? Yes. How would you share it? Di ba? Pag nakita, uy, alam, alam, sino yung ganan? Di ba? Yung, uy, alam mo ba? Ang ganda-ganda na yung galing-galing. Kit-kit na. Yan din. Di ba? You know, it's no different from sharing our encounter with Jesus. Sometimes the world will tell us, don't share it, nakakahiya. Sabihin na, oh, you know, alive, alive. <laughs> but you know, sometimes they need to hear the goodness of God. Because a movie would excite them, but meeting and encountering Jesus would change them. An encounter with Jesus is an experience of grace. I hope that grace does not stop with us. It has to overflow and affect the lives of the people around us. Imagine, imagine in lang, in your home, that everyone knows the real meaning of grace. Grabe, mapagbigay siguro lahat, no? Kuya, peram nung pants, sure, kapatid, sa'yo na yan. No. Lalabhan ko pa, ano, gusto mo, lagyan ko ng money sa... Iba ang buhay ng may grace. Pag wala, uyram, uyram, bali ka sarili mo. Why? We are more generous when experience the grace of God. We are more loving when experience the grace of God. We are more uh, patient when we experience the grace of God. And this is my prayer for everyone, that all of you will encounter 
and experience the grace of God. Amen? Yeah. Let's all stand as we close in prayer. Yeah. So if curious kayo dun sa movie, you can ask. <laughs> she will recommend. Yeah. All right. We're going to pray. Lord, thank you. Today, you remind us of your grace for us. Thank you, Lord. Just like our series, the title, it says, Grace Changes Everything. Lord, today, remind us of the things that you still want to change. Lord, let us grasp the entire picture of undeserving love. Thank you, Lord, that you love us so much. Thank you, Jesus, that you are speaking in our situations today. The most hopeless situation today, you are drawing near. You are reaching out and you are saying, rise up. I am reversing that situation that you are in today. That's the power of of the one and only Son that God sent. With all heads bowed down and eyes closed, if you are somewhat in a part of you in that kind of hopeless situation, we want to pray for you today. Just raise your hand so that we know who you are. Yes, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. You see these hands. Thank you, Lord, that you're reminding them that it's not an accident that they're here today. Lord, today, Allow them to picture you, Jesus, going to them, reaching out, making them pause and stop. And now you speak to their situation. You're telling their dead situation. You're speaking to their hopeless situation. You're telling them, rise up. Because I desire a full life for you, my son and my daughter. Lord, thank you for that faith to believe that you are rising the dead things in our lives. Resurrection to be upon you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are faithful. In Jesus' name.